Hello world, this is America's Supermom, and this is a special edition that I call the Corona Chronicles. During this time, we are suffering from a pandemic that is affecting everyone across the world. We are joined with the um, rules and regulations of uh, being shelter in place, which means we are limited with the ability to go about our daily business, confined to our homes based on a coronavirus that has been sweeping the entire world. Um, for some people, the effects could be mild. Uh, for others, it can be fatal. So we are coming together as um, a community, as uh, a family during this time of difficulty to share what it is like um, in our part of the world, how we are affected, and the things that we have in common, what kind of problems that um, are taking place in our industries and in our relationships and finances, and coming together so that we can um, plan for a better tomorrow. As this epidemic or pandemic um, crosses the world, you know, we are waiting for um, relief. We're waiting for the virus to um, die off and uh, for us to go back to some state of normalcy, whatever that may be, um, after um, things kind of settle down. So what is that going to look like once the dust settles? You know, how are things going to be different? So as we go through this um, process, we're coming together as a world to create ideas, strategies, connect in ways that we have never connected before. So that is the purpose of the special podcast that I call the Corona Chronicles, so that we can get some insight and have empathy and compassion on one another create new innovative ideas that can not only improve our life but our fellow brothers and sisters across the world thank you so much for joining us right i want to thank you guys for joining me today i'm really excited about my next guest dr cheryl barnes she and i met organically over Facebook, I believe. And uh, we had a conversation and just a breath of fresh air to be able to connect with someone who's like-minded uh, and uh, spiritual. We both uh, were able to even to join each other in prayer. And so um, I think it's really important to continue to network and create opportunities to connect, especially now during this time of uncertainty that we are faced with with this pandemic. Um, so we are going to be diving into how do we handle anxiety and things of that nature. But before we go into the interview, I want to give Dr. Cheryl the opportunity to introduce herself before we get into some uh, great conversation. Okay, thank you. Thank you. I have to begin by saying thank you again, not in a rhetorical way, but thank you, Michelle Atkins. I am so honored to call you a sister in my sister circle. So it's just, oh. it's a blessing to know you and I call you minister. So I appreciate okay. it. 
I appreciate the anointing that you have on you to connect and to encourage. So I appreciate you very much. Um, Thank you. My my introduction of myself is going to be super brief so we can kind of cut to the uh, I'm Reverend Dr. Cheryl Barnes. I'm a CEO. In fact, I'm celebrating the 35th anniversary of my company, Sterling and oh. here. Yes. I didn't know. I thought on LinkedIn. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So I've had a company for 35 years. I'm a trainer and development specialist, uh, and I'm a life coach, and I do executive coaching, uh, and I enjoy strategic planning. Uh, in this phase of my life, my, my great joy is ministering through retreats for women and uh, life coaching. So I, I'm an encourager in terms of my ministry calling. And I'm the author of a couple of books. I'm a wife. I'm a mom. At this point, I'm a grandmom. And I'm just excited about helping someone else to, to center themselves so it's well with their soul. Awesome. So, I, you know, we're going to get into the anxiety, but before we do, I want to just uh, have you share a few words about um, some of the things that you've practiced to be able to be in business for 35 years, because many people now have been doing something for 15 or 10 years, and now their career or industry is really being affected with this pandemic, and they are not able to pivot and things of that nature. So, what is uh, two or three tips that you could give us in order to maintain such longevity in your company? Thank you for the question. Um, and, and I agree that it's challenging right now, but I love the fact that um, people are saying, you know, in these uncertain times and these unprecedented times, I want to push back on that. I'm not sure the times mm -hmm. have ever been certain, but I'm coming from a spiritual place. So, all right. Okay. So, my Yes. has always been and will always be in my relationship with God. So although mm -hmm. markets dip and change and flow, he has allowed me to prosper regardless of what's going on on Wall Street, regardless of what's trending on Madison Avenue, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm not saying mm -hmm. business is, you know, um, always exactly what I want it to be. But clearly, mm -hmm. for 35 years, I've had uh, a company and have managed to be profitable all of those 35 mm -hmm. years. And the tips I would give are, number one, clarity. You need to know that you know what it is that you want. Every now and then, I'll ask my friends, you know, because they're saved and solid, do you think I should do this? And some say yes, some say no. But at the end of the day, when I sit my little self down, and get clear in my heart about what I know is in my heart, I get my, I then from my clarity, go back to my source. And that's mm -hmm. God. If you gave me this vision, I have no clue why it's taking so long to come to pass. So why this detour, Lord? And how come that client is ghosting me? Why didn't I get the mm -hmm. contract? When I go back to him, because I'm clear of what my passion is, well, well, well then I can persevere. So number one, I'm clear. And out of that clarity, I go back, number two, to the source. You've got to stay connected to the source that is higher than you. If you ignore what you are called to, I jokingly say it's going to sit in the corner looking at you, looking at it, looking at you. You're looking at your dreams. They're looking at you. You're looking at it. It's never going to go away. 
if it's a God-given dream, it's not going. It's not going to go away because you were born to this, and you will always mm. feel some kind of way about it, excited or frustrated. But it's not going to go away. Number one, get clear. Number two, connect with your source. Reconnect to your source when it's good. Thank the source. When it's not so good, pull your strength from the source. And then my third number, my third tip would be: you have got to persevere. I'm not all that keen on that word, but at, at this point in my life, having, having raised a son, having uh, uh, mm-hmm. obtained five earned college degrees, I have cried when I got crazy grades and got to crying and went back and edited that master's thesis and that doctoral dissertation. I know something about perseverance. And so with that third tip, it's so critically important to have people around you who will pray for you, cheer you on, help you to see the one good lesson out of all the craziness that just occurred. So those are, you know, three tips and each one of those are preached, but we'll go with (laughs) Those are good. That is good. Get clear, stay connected to God. And make up your mind a minute to win and I'm going to persevere when I feel like it and even when I don't. That is so awesome. Great advice. Now, so dealing with anxiety, you know, because, uh, you know, we are connected to source and, you know, but at the same time, we are human. So we do have those moments where we kind of, you know, forget whose we are sometimes or uh, we allow what's going on outside of us to uh, put us in the fear uh, realm, you know, that's just like Peter was walking on water till he started to take his eyes off Christ. So talk to us about anxiety. What are some things that we should be focusing on now? Okay, I, I uh, again, I appreciate the, the question and I never want to trivialize uh, the effects of things that are going on around us that we don't see the end to or we don't, we don't know uh, what we're going to do on tomorrow. Uh, as a mm-hmm. believer, uh, I have found, um, and, and even as a, a scholar and as an intellect, I, I've got a, a library, I've got all kinds of books. Let me, let me just say this. I have never found anything as clear and as illuminating and as uh, strengthening as the word of God. So I go straight to the word and it says, be anxious for nothing. And I'm like, oh, Lord. So the Lord had challenged me to say, make a list of all the things you have my permission to be anxious about. Uh-oh. I've numbered the paper. Number one, can't write nothing down. <laughs> Number two, okay. that's blank. <laughs> Why? Because he said, I love you. And like I said, and I'm God and I can't lie. I want you to be anxious about nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, Thanksgiving, make your request known. So I can deal with that kind of like, you know, when you say God is good and the and the people of God who know him say all the time, you know, we get into saying stuff kind of all the time, God is good. Okay. Mm-hmm. But to get through this life for real, it's gonna have to be more than a mantra or a, a, a cultural uh response. You're gonna have to take this word and walk it out. He told me to be anxious mm-hmm. for nothing. So I have a son, and in the news has been a little, little trying. I had to pick up my broken heart for my son and all sons of color and daughters of color, mm-hmm. pick them up again, lay them on the altar and say, 
and put the Lord in remembrance of his word. You told me to be anxious about nothing, but by prayer. Mm -hmm. So I pray for mothers and fathers and people of color and, and, and Caucas my Caucasian sisters and brothers. And I pray, but I don't pray without giving thanksgiving. So I've, I've finished praying and sometime before as well as after. Thank you, Lord, for what I'm getting ready to say. Thank you that you hear me. Thank you that you answer. Mm -hmm. And then I come all the way out of the news. I don't want to be clueless, but my spirit cannot take uh, indulgence of the world's news. I'm in the world, but I'm not mm -hmm. of it. So if mm -hmm. you're spending more time watching news, whether it's in social media or the, the network news, then you are in the word. That's where some of the anxiety is coming from. There has always been bad news. There's always been good news. There's always been suffering. There's always been blessings. So if you teetering and tottering and feel as if you're about to lose your mind, pull back, pull back. I, I texted a, a young lady that I'm mentoring early this morning that joy is a weapon. I told her, pull back from the news and remember that joy is a weapon. And I wrote the word ha with an exclamation point and told her that would give the enemy a black eye. Just her joy, pull back and go back to that which never changes. He said, it is written. And then the joy of the Lord is my strength. So I'm still concerned about what's going on, but I was also excited about speaking with you this morning. And I'm excited about mm -hmm. the clients that the Lord has blessed me with. And I'm excited that I got food mm -hmm. to cook today and somebody to minister and somebody to encourage. I'm going to stay on, on track for what I've been called to do. Mm -hmm. So true. That is great. Now, so you brought up a great point because, you know, we are in a situation where you know, we have a lot of brothers and sisters who are dealing with not only a pandemic, but their everyday reality of feeling that the color of their skin is a source of not feeling safe in addition to a virus. So, you know, people will call on you with the influence that you have and the ministerial background and the fact that you are a parent. There's so many different areas and so many platforms that you could speak, but for somebody who is looking to figure out how they can navigate through this time in a positive way and, um, you know, not allowing some of the anger to dictate their behavior, what advice would you give them? I, uh, I would tell them, and I literally am, am having many opportunities to do exactly this. I would remind them that we are three parts, tripart. We are spirit. We have a soul. We're in a body. And before they roll their eyes, I'm not going to stay there long. I just want them to understand some things about what they can control and what they cannot control. So, in the soul realm, your soul is made up of your thoughts, it's made up of your, your emotions or your feelings, it's made up of your willpower, and the fourth component is your imagination. If you 
understand when you are feeling some kind of way, which was my post uh, two days ago in, in Facebook. I do a Word Crush Wednesday every week, just a, a scripture and then a little editorial of mine. If you are feeling some kind of way, your feelings are real and you can honor them, but they cannot run your ship. They can't be the driver. I, I, I know what I feel and I can't trust that to dictate my days or my life. I don't even trust my thoughts completely to run everything. But whatever you think about, the word tells us that as a man thinketh, so is he or she. So if I go over and over and over, letting my feelings run my thoughts, I'm going to get stuck. So what I do, and then my willpower is shot, now I'm so depressed, I can't function. I, 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 it really does uh, affect me. And then it spills over into that fourth area of my soul, my imagination. So now I'm imagining my nephews and, and my, my, my male guy babies. I'm imagining them brutalized. I, you know what? This, this is not going to work for me. So I go back to spirit and I have made up my mind that my spirit has to dominate me. I have a strong intellect. That's a gift from God. I don't trust my mind. I trust the spirit right. giving me what things to think about. And again, the word says, look here, babe, look here, bro, boo. Think on these things, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are a good report, whatever things, whatsoever things have virtue. Now, for those who would say, yeah, 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 but uh, now hold on. As I center myself spiritually, I then can hear from God as to what my response may need to be as far as activism or advocacy or a political or a community response. I'm not suggesting you sit on your rocking chair and say it'll be okay by and by. I'm not saying that. I'm saying unless your spirit is informing your mind and your feelings and your willpower and your imagination, you are center. We are in the world and not of it. We are in the world to lift the world. So yeah, sometimes we got to get in the fray, but I can't let my emotions run that. And I don't trust my intellect mm. to run that. And I say, I, I'm going to come back mm. for you, intellect. I love you. Mm, sit down. Let me go ask the father what I need to do about this. And sometimes it is protest and advocacy, but it's not for me burning down my neighbor's house. Not for me. That's not what the spirit tells me. But he may mm. tell me, fight, march. Mm. He may tell me any number of things. The key thing is that I have got to let my soul be subjected up under the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. That's the order for me. Then finally, my body can tell me I'll give instructions to my body. Spirit, soul, mm -hmm. body. The world often flips them. Spirit, then my mm -hmm. soul realm, and then my soul realm will tell my body, you got to exercise every day. You can't sit there and just eat cookies because you don't feel so hot. You gotta drink water. You gotta exercise. Mm -hmm. That's not because my body wants to. It's because my mind, who's listening to the spirit, is telling my body what to do. Mm. So good. Now, so you know, we have a lot of people that you know they may not be people of faith, but one of the things that I have been able to witness is that this desire for some immediate gratification. 
some immediate outcomes, some immediate um, behavior to um, validate whatever it is they're feeling. So for somebody who is looking for something immediate, what do you say to kind of uh, have them look at things from a realistic kind of Well, I do get it that there is so much um, a cultivation of an, a, an immediate kind of response, you know, and, and I've been guilty of that when I post something, you know, mm-hmm. I haven't looked to see if anybody liked it. I'm kind of past that now because I, mm-hmm. I put it out there, but I want to talk mm-hmm. about some immediate things that a person could do. When I wake up in the morning and realize mm-hmm. I'm awake, okay, yep, I pray. Let's say that's that's just not your first thought or that's not your background. Or you don't yet get that. That's okay. No judgment. I also, as an immediate mm-hmm. thing that I do, I've trained myself as a habit. I have a gratitude journal. And I jot down every day mm-hmm. something that I'm grateful for from the day before. I wrote this morning that I heard my son's voice. He called me last night. He was real chill, which just blessed me because I, I wasn't so chill. And he was like, you know, he was just explaining philosophically his take on some stuff. So I wrote down the sound of my son's voice. I, I, I'll write down big mm-hmm. things and little things that I'm grateful for. Why I like you, that you can do that, that's immediate. You, you actually using your hands, you can see what you wrote. Anytime you move your mind and your heart to what you are grateful for, it's a magnet. It shifts you. Gratitude will shift your perspective. It will shift your mood. So you say, well, I'm feeling something. I know that if you write down what you're grateful for, even in the midst of this, I'm, I'm, I'm actually grateful that some things that have jumped off were recorded. That may sound crazy. But you know, you know, so, and I'm grateful mm-hmm. that, uh, that I met you. I'm grateful that we're talking today. I'm grateful that somebody's going to be encouraged. Somebody's going to teach their child. Let's let's write down what we're grateful mm-hmm. for because children will follow our flow. Mm-hmm. So that's an immediate thing. Another immediate thing you can do is open your mouth and affirm yourself. I am I am God's mm-hmm. creation. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I know that scripture, and if you don't know scripture, forgive me. That's so that's so much who I am. But let's say you don't <laughs> know that. I'm gonna tell you that you're God's creation. He calls you his masterpiece. He's got Mm -hmm. plans for you to give Mm -hmm. you a hope and a future. And the enemy, Satan, has plans for God's Mm -hmm. plans will prevail, but you got to get into agreement with the good. And one day you're going to have to give up the good Mm -hmm. to get to the better. And then you're going to have to give up the better for the best. Mm -hmm. So no matter how it's looking today, Mm -hmm. I will open my mouth and affirm and speak words literally are seeds. I will fill the atmosphere with, I'm gonna give it another try. I'm so tired, I don't know what to do. I can't see straight, but I believe that it's going to be better for me and my son and for the country and for the world. And he let me live. So it's something I'm supposed to do today to make my life and somebody else's life better. Mm -hmm. Affirmations, keeping a gratitude journal, pulling back from media, loving all the people right around you, saying to your children, you know what, you you just, you you a little bit of sunshine, you a gift from heaven, speaking into your husband's life, speaking into your best friend's life, speaking into your wife's life, if it's, you know, brother on the call, 
using words to build up, mm-hmm. to be kind, to, to, if I think my husband's working on something, he's got an office in the basement, I'll go down and say, you care for something? Just being kind as a discipline. It changes other people, but it changes me too. I'm, I'm here to serve. I'm here to love on you, not to be abused. I'm from the east side of Detroit. I'm, I'm not going for abuse. <laughs> but I'm going to love you because I'm a recipient of God's love. And I still can't figure out how he could love someone like me. Amen. That is just awesome. Now, so for people that hear the term, you know, knowing what you can and can't control, you know, let's lay this out pretty clearly, you know, with the last question, because we could go on for hours and things I'm saying, you're saying I'm writing down tons of notes. There's great teaching points in this. So I hope everybody is catching this and taking note, but just the simple thing of knowing what you can and can't control. So explain that for the list. Okay, when I look around my life, and again, I was really sad two days ago. I mean, like struggling sad and had to go a little bit deeper in the prayer. Okay, I cannot control directly uh, racism, hatred. I I can't control that. But I can control what I focus on. Mm -hmm. I can control um, every now and then if I'm out of sorts, things are cluttered, like my desk. And anytime I declutter anything, there is energy connected to things and spaces. So if you clean off your desk, if you clean up your kitchen, it may sound crazy, but I'm telling you what I know and what I've experienced now for years. You, You go in the space and it feels like, ah. You can control, uh, I fixed my breakfast this morning and I drank my coffee real slow. You know, I'm looking all crazy, got on fuzzy house slippers, et cetera. But I'm pretending like, you know, I'm on a cruise ship, not trying to get on anybody's cruise ship tomorrow. But I, I just was grateful for like, right. act like a queen. My retreats are called royal refreshes yeah. because I'm always trying to remind people if you carry yourself like you matter, then that energy sort of, uh, you know, permeates the, the space. So I can control how I talk mm-hmm. to you. I can control how, what I say to myself. Mm-hmm. I can control the space that I'm in. Mm-hmm. When, I'm, when I'm been out of shape, you know, throw my clothes over on the bed because I'm just sad. It's like, okay, when I get up this morning, I can hang up my clothes. Mm-hmm. I can text the friend and say, you okay? Checking on you, sis. I'll text people and say, I'm praying for you, but I'm really mm-hmm. praying for them. And so control, mm-hmm. you know, your home, your relationships, um, the, your mind, your mouth, what you do and do not allow to come into your eye gate. I'm not watching the news all day. I can't handle it. So mm-hmm. I picked up an old magazine. I haven't read a magazine in a while. Had some tea the other day, crossed my leg, and was walking through the pages of the old magazine. I read my Bible a lot, but I also read other things like magazines, essence, put on my jazz. Sometimes it's my gospel. Sometimes it's R&B. Sometimes it's hip hop. You need to move. Mm-hmm. You need to dance. You need to feel joy mm-hmm. because joy is a weapon. Mm-hmm. Against darkness, 
and against depression. Mm. Yes, it is. Joy up your space. Joy up your life. Mm. Love that. And so that is so true. And, I mean, just a great uh, observation because, you know, we have to control our own space. And I like the fact that you mentioned we do have control over that. And sometimes when you get caught up in what's going on outside of you, you forget that control that you have. You know, so many of us that have struggled, I know myself, speaking for myself, with depression, you forget the power that you do have and you give that power away when you allow other people and things outside of you to dictate how you feel. Call yourself uh, wonderful. Call yourself Mm -hmm. successful. Speak those things that are not as though they were. Mm -hmm. I I share with you, I lost so much business in February. I almost went into shock. I had all these training contracts and they all went away because we can't train in person. I'm like, whoa, oh, oh, Lord, because I make a lot of my money at seasonally, like from Mm -hmm. training and development. I said, okay, got my envelope, mailed in my ties and my offer. I'm like, daddy, you Mm -hmm. said you'll never leave me. You'll provide for me. One month later, here they come. Every single client came back, and I'm doing every single workshop by Zoom. Mm. You cannot give up hope. I'm not jumping off the roof when the market Mm. go down. Markets go up and down, but God said he would never leave me nor Mm -hmm. forsake me. But I'm telling you, I have to say, whoa, ow, ooh, oh, Lord. (laughs) And then... And then call it a day, mm-hmm. pop some popcorn and watch some TV because I just ain't got nothing left. But that next morning, I'm in it to win it. I'm going to fight another day. And I'm going to be a blessing somewhere to somebody because mm-hmm. that's why I'm breathing. I'm going to bless somebody. And it keeps me going. I love that. That is so true. And that's awesome. And I love the fact that, you know, this is the thing. People think, well, you're Christian, you know, you don't have any problems. We do have things that affect us, you know, just as you said, you know, we're not dehuman. We have these things, but we just don't stay there. We have a, a, a plan of action that will allow us not to stay in that space and allow that to cloud our perception and our ability to move forward. So great nuggets. So what is the best way? The best way is, I'd say, social media. Um, I am on uh, Facebook, and Mm -hmm. I'm at, you know, the at sign, Dr. Dr. I'm sorry, I'm looking at at Instagram, forgive me. Mm -hmm. I am on Facebook at my company name, Sterling, S-T-E-R-L-I-N-G, Xavier, Consulting. It's like all one word for the business mm-hmm. connection. Uh, and then I'm on Instagram at Dr. Okay. S. Okay. Barnes. D-R-S Barnes. I'm on Twitter, Dr. S. Okay. Barnes. I'm on LinkedIn, Dr. Cheryl with an S, Dr. Cheryl Barnes. Mm-hmm. And you'll find me on Facebook under uh, Cheryl L. Oh for Lynn, Cheryl L. White Barnes. And if they connect with me any of those ways, I'd love for them to tell me how we met. If you're on Instagram, if you follow me, I will follow you back. And you will see my word crush Wednesdays. And my posts are kind of upbeat because that's what works for me. 
And I also have to share information with you about my, my royal retreats at this mm-hmm. mansion and other good things that I'm always doing and that I will continue to do to encourage and to uplift you. Oh, well, we really appreciate all your insight and words of wisdom. And I encourage the listeners to reach out to you because this great nuggets of wisdom and really glad that our paths crossed and connected. And I look forward to possibly attending one of those retreats. retreats Absolutely. I'm a, I've already added you to my, my VIP uh, email list. And I know VIP people think a very important person. Aww. That's true. But when I say VIP, I have... Uh, that you, you are uh, virtuous and you are inspired with passion. A visionary, inspired, passionate oh, person. So like you've got to live out your purpose and your passion. And clearly God loves me because he let me meet you. You are such a gift. I'm, I'm grateful. Oh, well, thank you so much. And, you know, we got to sharpen each other's iron. That's what I say. It's good to be around like-minded people so we can challenge each other to keep rising and leveling up. Thank so you. I so appreciate that. That's such a blessing today. Mm-hmm. So you have a wonderful Thank you so much. And the and same to you and your family and all of okay. your listeners. God bless you. What a great interview about choosing to have joy instead of being led by what's going on around you. So many nuggets in this interview. I can't even uh, write them all down. But just the importance of recognizing that we have control over how we respond to circumstances that are outside of us and taking the time to have gratitude and look for the good regardless of what we may be faced with. So, great nuggets. If you're interested in being a guest on the podcast, please email me at info at lachelleadkins.com. You can also reach out to me on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Pinterest, and I have a YouTube channel. So, I want to thank you guys for listening today and If something in this message resonated with you, I encourage you to share it. Share it with a friend, with a co-worker, family member. Uh, Just share the um, nuggets because it could be a lifeline for somebody right now during these uncertain times. Again, I want to thank you for listening and have a great day.